Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you want to be where we are. You said when we gather in your name, you're here in the midst of us, and we so appreciate that. We thank you, Lord, for revelation knowledge today. I thank you, Lord, for just anointing me to speak your word to the things that you want to say to the people. I thank you, Lord, that we would get it, that we would get what you're saying to us so we could apply it to our lives. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good, and he wants us to know that he is behind us 100%. He wants us to know, in fact, the plan that he has for our lives. In fact, Jeremiah 29, 11, I want to read to you. For I know the thought and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for wealth, for your welfare and peace, not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. God has a good plan for us. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, the hopes and the dreams that you have, God showed me that he put them in there when he created us. He knows what we're all about. He knows that big dream that we have. And without him, those dreams seem just impossible, too far out there. But he's the one who put him in there. Ephesians says that he has for us more than we can ask or think. He has more for us than you can even possibly imagine. And so maybe you're wondering, I know a lot of people wonder, I run into so many people say, God showed me this and I have this dream and it just isn't happening. I guess he changed his mind or I don't know what's going on with him. And God wants you to know today, he did not change his mind. But when he puts that dream in your heart, you know, we've been talking about being in agreement with him. We've been talking about bringing things into existence by speaking them, by doing what our father does, copying him. He said, light be and light was. We're created in his likeness. And so we're called to do the things he did. Jesus, I came to show you the father. And if you've seen me, you've seen the father. This is how we operate. And when you ask Jesus, come live on the inside of you, the kingdom of God within you will operate the same way. And so that dream that he put in your heart to be in agreement with him is, you know, actually, I just want to park at John 15 again. We talked about asking the wrong questions, you know, because we're thinking we should ask him to be healed. We're thinking we should, we should ask his favor when we already have his favor. And yeah, it's okay to ask, but really what he wants you to do is to speak it into existence. And the asking part, asking the right questions is, how do I do that? Where am I stuck? What'd you call me to be? How do I make that dream happen? And so that's what God was showing me, that he's not saying, ask me to heal you. I already healed you. He's not saying, ask me to, you know, do this, that, and the other thing. I'm calling you to call it. I'm calling you to believe what I already said. And so when he says he has a good plan for us, He's saying, ask me what that plan is, and I'm going to show it to you, and I'm going to show you how to get there. That's what he's saying to us today. Speak it into existence. You know, he gives, you, he gives us dreams and visions. And, you know, we're just thinking, you know, in our um, maybe our childish, lower 
kind of way that he's just going to like pour that on us. And he's not. We got to call it into existence. And so he's saying, I put this dream in your heart. Now you call it. You believe it. You act as if it's already true. James 2.17 says, faith without action is dead. And so, and I feel like I've told this message so many times, but I feel like God is saying, we don't get it. And so, um, here we go again. If you're called to be a musician or a worship leader, then you got to buy the guitar and you got to learn how to play it or whatever instrument it is. Whatever he's calling you to do, you got to do the footwork. He's not going to do that for you, but he's going to make it possible. He's going to make it easy for you. He's going to open, as we say, the right doors for you to walk in that dream. He put that dream on the inside of you. So he's not surprised at anything you ask, you know, and any dream, it doesn't even have to be, you know, what you were called to be, but any dream that you have, you know, he's like a Cinderella God to me because he does make your dreams come true. He does. He's so good. And there's nothing that um, isn't important to you that nothing that's important to you that isn't important to him. In other words, Whatever is important to you is important to him. And I'm talking from experience. He is just so good. He is, his mind is on us. He just cares. But what we have to do is believe it. It's impossible to please God without faith. So you have to believe him when he said, by his stripes, you were healed. You have to believe him when he says that he has something for you to do. That's awesome. I always think of Noah, how he entrusted him, uh, Adam, well, that too, but Adam, how he entrusted him to name all the animals. What a cool job. And, you know, God put a dream on the inside of you, something for you to do for him. And we, along with what we've been talking about, have to come in agreement with him. You're not going to say, I can never do that. And, you know, you're going to want to remember when God told me what he wanted me to do. And I'm like, you picked the wrong person. I can't do that. But he does it in you. And it's more than you can ask or think. It's something exciting. And it's something that you would just think that you could never do on your own. Any dream that seems too far out there, he's going to call it. I mean, you're going to call it. and He's going to make it happen. We talked about that yesterday. He performs his word. He watches over his word to perform it. So whatever you're saying in accordance to his will, and he already knows the dreams that are inside of you, and his will is good. His will is for you to be happy, to have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. And you can see that throughout the word. You can see that everywhere you look, that he has more for us than we can ask or think. And his plan is your dream. The plan he has for you is your dream. And a while back, he was prompting me to ask the plan. He said, ask me the plan. And then I asked him the plan, and then he started giving me directions to make that plan come to pass. He's going to give you actually day-to-day instruction if you're listening. If you get on your knees every day, if you're talking to him every day, he's going to tell you. He's going to tell you what to do. He's going to tell you where to go. And um, he, you know, one thing I I feel like him prompting me to say is sometimes we we miss it because 
So you're asking him the plan for your life. And he might say something like, well, you need to learn to be, not to be offended. And so then he starts wanting to work with you with that. But because he didn't answer you directly, but gave you an instruction you didn't expect, then you don't think it's God. And you don't think that has anything to do with it. And then you think he changed his mind or he just isn't going to do that anymore. And so he wants you to know that if he gives you a directive to love or to forgive or to work on not being offended, it's because he's getting you ready. He's lining you up for that thing. I mean, when he sends you out, you can't be in a place where you're easily offended or you get jealous or anything else. He's going to clean you up with a word. Jesus said that. If you hang on the vine, he's going to get those dead branches off you. And then whatever you ask him, whatever, whatever you ask, he's going to do that. And so when you're saying, what's the plan? How am I going to make this dream come true? He's going to start getting the dead branches off. Offense, um, doubt, unbelief, I, I think is the root of it all. But offense, love, gossip, you know, wherever you're at. Um, maybe it's having a God before him. Whatever it is, he's going to start talking to you about it. So many times I, I think of the message that I did because he, he gives me a list and I'm constantly having to cross things off the list and he's bringing you to that good plan that he has for you. And so don't miss him. If he's telling you to forgive somebody, if he's telling you to um, ask him to help you to be not offended or he wants to, maybe he wants to heal you, in that place, I mean, a lot of people have things from their childhood that he wants to take care of before he sends you out or puts you in your dream. He knows when you're ready. And he knows all the things that you got to do to get ready. And he wants to do that. And so that's why he gives you directives. And so whenever you ask him a question, and James 1.5 tells us that we can ask God anything and he gives to all liberally without fault finding. Except if you're a double-minded man, don't think you're going to receive anything from him. So you have to be serious about it, and you have to be willing to be corrected. He, Jesus is going to clean you up. He's going to get things fixed up in your life and so that you're whole and you're healed and you're like your father and you have understanding. You know, so many people think that God is a mystery and we can't figure it out. And so you got a little glimpse or you got a vision, but... The rest is a mystery and maybe you're not supposed to do it and, you know, maybe you miss God or whatever. No, 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 no. But God is going to get you to the place where you're ready to go out and do what he called you to do. And so he's going to give you instructions. And so don't miss any little instruction that he gives you because he's, he's, he's setting you up for that dream. And maybe, you know, it's a different kind of dream, um, I had a dream to have this cute little dog that I wanted, and I had just quit my job, and um, so I couldn't buy that kind of a dog. And, you know, I just heard God say that those who delight in the Lord, and this is a scripture that I didn't even know until um, he said it to me, and then I looked, looked it up, but he said, those who delight in the Lord, I give the desires of their heart. And so he gave me a little dog, and she was just perfect for me. Her personality fits me. She's just the perfect dog for me. 
And so he, he makes all your dreams come true. I just feel him prompting me another time. I was asking him for something, and it just seemed so far out there. And I said, am I asking the wrong thing? And he had already actually encouraged me. And um, I, I had a vision of Jesus smiling at me, and he said, I knew you were going to ask that. I already knew, and I have a plan to bring that to pass. Some things take a little longer than other things, but he has the plan. And the coolest thing is, I think, is when you go to him every day, and he encourages you. You know, like if things get long, the word says don't get weary in well-doing. And um, that God isn't pleased when we faint or give up. And so sometimes we get to the place where it takes so long and then we start wondering and wavering. And the coolest thing is, is you can go to him and say, God, what's going on? And that's what I was doing when Jesus gave me the vision of his great big smile and saying he was so excited, I was believing him for something impossible, and he had a plan to make it happen. I got excited, and that lasted for a long time, and then it still didn't happen, so I started asking him again. It takes a while, you know, his ways are higher than our ways, and it takes him a while to get to us because our thinking is so different than his. But the more we get to know him, the more we started figuring out what he's saying. And so... I just want to encourage you, don't, don't give up if you think that you missed him or you don't get what he said to you or why he said that to you or one thing doesn't have to do with the other thing. Just keep sitting at his feet every morning and say, God, help me understand. Give me revelation knowledge. And I think I started to say that as we think that God is supposed to be a mystery. But Jesus said right in Mark 4, that mysteries were meant to be revealed. And disciples were asking him what a parable meant. And he said, to you has been entrusted the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to those outside of our circle, everything will be as a parable. And so what he was saying is those who aren't connected with me, those who aren't following after, they're not going to get it. It it is going to be a mystery to them. So if we're Christians, if we're walking close with Jesus, then he's going to show us. And he also said that I don't call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. So I call you my friends. I think that's the right word. But anyway, I call you my friends because you're no longer my servants. We're friends. And so he's going to tell you, actually. He said to the disciples, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. It's better that I go and he's going to live inside of you, on the inside of you. He's going to remind you of the things I said. He's going to tell you things to come and um, so much more. And in the Amplified Bible, it says he's going to be your counselor, your standby. But he is going to tell you things to come. He's going to tell you the plan. And that's how you can hang on to your dream because you know the plan and you know that um, he'll start showing you the things that are in the way of that plan, the things you got to work on to get to that plan. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you if you just hear a word and then you don't get on your knees anymore, you don't ask him anymore, just keep seeking him. He's going to start like revealing things to you. He's going to start showing you things that you can't understand without him. And so if you just go to him once and that's it, then you're, you're not going to have understanding. And you're not going to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but you got to meet with him every day and become his friend. And he's going to start showing you things. He promised that. 
He said to the disciples, I'm going to remind you of the things I said, and I'm going to tell you things to come. In fact, he said, I can't tell you everything right now, but um, the Holy Spirit will come and he'll reveal things to you. And so, you know, God does that. You know, he, I've even heard him say, you know, that's all you need to know for now. But, you know, he knows where you're at and how much you can, you know, handle at that time. He knows everything. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. He created us and he put those dreams on the inside of us. And he's not surprised at anything that you're asking, whatever it is. And he's going to bring you to that place where he's going to fulfill your dreams. If he, he, he gives you the desires of your heart, if you delight in him, if you seek him with, with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you're going to fall in love with him. And then he's, he, he, he's just going to bring all those things to pass in your life by teaching you what to do to get them, to, by teaching you faith, teaching you that you need to call those things to be not as though they were. If you're believing God to be a worship leader and play the guitar, you're not going to sit around and go, well, I can't sing, I can't play guitar, I can't be in front of people. No, you have to say what the dream is. You have to say, I can sing, I can play guitar, I'm going to take guitar lessons, I'm going to take singing lessons, I can come before people, I can do it because Jesus is on the inside of me and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so the dream is having to be spoken. When, when you have a dream, you have to bring it into existence by your faith. And your faith is going to act in your faith. Faith speaks. God said that to me the other day, remember? Faith speaks yesterday. I think that was our teaching. And so if you want to ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you so you can hear him talk to you, encourage you, so he can bring you to that good life he has for you. He has a good plan for your life. If you want to do that, if you want to commit to him, it is a lifestyle change. You're committing to living in his kingdom right here on the earth. And the thing he has you to do is going to glorify him. It's not only going to give you a zeal for life and bring you happiness, peace, joy, and contentment, but it's something he's calling you to do for him so that he can be glorified, so that you are proving his will is good and perfect, Romans 12 too. When you change your mind to think his way, then when you renew your mind, you're going to be proving in your life his will is good and perfect, and then your attraction for him. You know, most Christians are all so mixed up, and they're not living their dream. And, you know, um, I even hear people in the world just, you know, say they're living the dream, and they're not living the dream, and I don't even know why they're saying that, but we got to be living that dream so that we can prove that God is good and He has good for us. So if you want to say that prayer with me, all you have to do is ask Him to come live on the inside of you. He wants to. He told the disciples when He left that God's Spirit would come and live on the inside of us and be there for us all the time. We can ask Him anything. He's there day or night. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. He's going to teach you. He's going to grow you up to the place where you can walk in your dream. So if you want to say that prayer with me, I'd love to say it with you right now, dear Jesus. We thank you and praise you. You have so much good for us. We thank you that you're already knocking at the door of our heart and you want to just come in and be with us and teach us your way. And we just invite you. We thank you that you want to. We praise you. We thank you so much that you want to live on the inside of us and 
Teach us your way and so we can walk in your higher way, in your kingdom, right here on the earth. And then even be that witness for you that you're calling us to be. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God is so good. Now, to get to know him, if you said that prayer for the first time, John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. So when you get to know the Word of God, you're getting to know Him. When you apply that Word to your life, He's gonna, He knows you're serious, and He's going to start showing Himself to you, and He's going to start teaching you and guiding you in the plan that He has for you. So thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.